coming to you from the wild, wild western side of San Antonio. That's right. We're back. We're back where we usually are. Although it's not you where we usually are anymore. No. Because we're usually at the hideout, but we're not at the hideout today. Not today. We are in the wild, wild western side of San Antonio in the original studios that we used to shoot from. Soon to be named studio of the smoking guns podcast very exciting that's coming very very soon we've got sponsor information that is uh coming sooner rather than later in fact let's fill the beans like let's give them a heads up even before they've paid the bill do it okay jd's bar and grill yeah it's fixing to be it's fixing to be the smoking guns broadcast uh smoking guns podcast Coming to you from the JD Barn Grill Mobile Studios. Yes, I'm excited. Um, wherever we set up, wherever we are, JD's Barn Grill is going to be part of that. They are over on 410 on the loop, right at 87, just inside, just outside the loop on 87. JD's Barn Grill. They have a place set up to get all your drinks, get all your food, watch all your games. Maybe even we can get some uh, uh, Gunslingers games there. Oh, yeah, for sure. At JD's Bar and Grill when they're out of town. Because when they're in town, everybody's going to be at the game. True. But when they're out of get out of town, when the when the team is out uh, in, and we know where, and we know when, and we get to talk about all of that information yes. today. Because we Packed finally have a schedule. Packed with information. And we have a guest. And I don't know. Is he even a guest anymore? Uh, no, not anymore. No. <laughs> He's almost, I might as well be a regular. He's yeah, almost he just a part yeah. of the show. Jason Torres, COO. Um, we've had Jason on so much that the rest of the ownership group is starting to give us a problem. They're like, jealous. when are you going to have us on more often? I know. Hector reaching out to us. And Hector, we're online. We're live right now for Hector. He wanted it. For Hector. He asked for it and, and he got it. He got it. He said, you guys got to go live today. That's the way we are. Uh, so we're going live at least for this first segment of the show. Lots of information. Uh, this is the Smoking Guns Podcast. I'm Philip Higginbotham. I am joined, as always, by Leo Yamas and R.C. Woods. Hello. And, so Gunslinger fans. As usual, by Jason Torres, the COO <laughs> of the San Antonio Gunslingers. We are a podcast that deals with football. Football in San Antonio. Football in San Antonio usually centered around the... San Antonio Gunslingers of the American Arena League. Best thing to happen to San Antonio football since, you know, ever. Um, And that's that's who we are, and that's what you're listening to. If you had no idea what you were clicking on. It's your first time. That's who we are. That's what we do. And we're going to hang out for the next hour and a half or so and talk about Gunslingers football and maybe some other general football things. There is a little game coming up on Sunday that a lot of people are talking about. We may mention that. A little bit of Deshaun no, Watson. nobody's talking about that one. Yeah, there's some Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson talk. We talked about that two weeks ago, and nothing has happened. Like no. nothing has changed. But he he still wants out. There was a big trade yesterday, and that, yesterday Stafford. for us, four days ago or so for you listening out there in <laughs> podcast land. But a big trade that I don't get. I still don't understand. Even do. after the news I, after that? I kind of do. Well, I, you <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> I did see that. Um, still, they the, the Rams giving up a lot to yeah. get Matt Stafford. And Matt Stafford, while he's a good quarterback, I don't know that he's worth uh, ultimately three first-round draft picks and a second-round draft pick. That's, that's what he got. No. That's what no. you gave up for him. <clears throat> Not for somebody who hasn't been to the Super Bowl yet. And 
you could make a case he hasn't been to the Super Bowl yet because he is a Detroit Lion and they right. are somehow, uh, you know, otherworldly cursed from ever having any postseason success. You could make that case. He's a good quarterback. He's definitely a very talented quarterback. He's capable. Is he better than Jared Goff? Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, better than yeah. Jared Goff. Yeah. But he's in the twilight of his career. Is he like, going to be buried better than Jared Goff in four years? No. 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 But you know what? Now that I think him going over there, he has the weapons to be more successful. The only way this makes sense yes. is if you are in the Rams front office. Look at this. We've already veered into NFL talk. Now I'm okay with that. <laughs> the only way this makes sense is if you are in the Rams front office and you say, we have a window that is three to four years to win a couple of Super Bowls. We have to do it within this three or four years, or I don't think we can get it done with the the outlook on this team the way it is right now. What can we do in the next three to four years that makes us an immediate contender? And that's the only way this makes sense. That's yeah, absolutely the only way that 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 this trade makes sense because you traded away, to me, uh, Goff is not as good as Stafford, but he's not terrible. He could turn the corner at any time. In fact, he may go to Detroit and find and catch on with somebody that finally helps him turn the corner, and then you're going to look really dumb because you're going to have given up a decent quarterback to get three or four years of an aging quarterback. This just doesn't make sense to me. Like, every way I look at it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me unless it was right. specifically personal issues between McVay and, and Goff, Goff and which yeah. I, I we're starting to hear some leaks that that may be a possibility. Well, did you see what he said today? He was like, finally, I'm somewhere I'm appreciated. But I think that was just yeah. a jab. That's just at, a jab that you make at a team that, that yeah. traded you or let you go. Cole Beasley did the same thing to the Cowboys mm -hmm. when he went off to the Buffalo Bills. And you know what? He's had success there in Buffalo, so I don't. Yeah, he's on a better team now. Well, hey. That's I, true. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. Yeah, um, yeah, he was a receiver on my fantasy league, so yeah. Yeah, Numbers no, he's lie. he's doing well in Buffalo, but he did throw some shot, uh, some parting shots as he walked out the door of Dallas, and uh, that kind of bugged me because I think Dallas made him into what he was, um, put him in the slot, and put extra good receivers on the outside, so they drew all the coverage away from him. Cole Beasley is a name. Because of what he did in Dallas, he did what he did in Dallas because there were guys like... Uh, that's kind of what's happening in Buffalo, though, right now. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he, he thrives in that sort of situation, and he found another one of those situations. Yeah. So good on him. I'm not upset with him. Well, I was upset with him for a while. <laughs> but I think Jared Goff's because little a thing today... decision, right? Yeah, gotcha. absolutely. No. Cowboy mentality. Yeah, sure. right? yeah, there you go. Yep. I get it. I get yep. it. All the so, time. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, other NFL news, Deshaun Watson, certainly the Super Bowl. Um, can I say Super Bowl, or is that copyright? I think that's copyright. We may not be able to use that. Forget you heard that. I didn't say those words. The, the big, big game? Really? The big game. 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 Um, we'll talk some more about that, but, but there's just entirely too much gunslingers news to keep moving through there, this show there's always too much guns and moving because. moving forward with this show without uh talking about the gunslingers so um lots of stuff what's what's the biggest thing in the past two weeks give us some to big you. 411 what's the 411 <clears throat> i think realizing that we kick off in about 40 days yeah that's, that's it like, is i mean the original uh i date was supposed to be march 29th and here we are 
you know, we got offered a March 13th date and it was going to be at home. So it's like, all right, we just cut our deadline <laughs> almost in half. So, you know, just having to move a lot faster. It feels like we're in a time machine because two weeks ago we met and recorded the show and we I did. said it was like 68 days. Right. Mm-hmm. And now it's been two weeks and it's 40, 40 days, days. And I'm like, that math doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like uh, the twilight zone. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely going a lot faster. Um, yeah. We've had to make some serious adjustments, myself and Hector. Uh, and we still have daily meetings on how can we make things better? How can things change? Um, and I think we're, it's, you know, we're finally going to kick it into high gear with these last 40 days before we kick off to make it, you know, perfect in a sense. Yeah. So 40 yeah. days as far as when we're recording, 38 days if you're listening to this, right. the day it comes out on yeah. Wednesday. And I love it that it's on a Saturday. That's so yes, cool. Yes, we did luck out, uh, as of most people know. Uh, most of the games are going to be on Mondays uh, that are at home. However, this first home game will allow us to, to tailgate and, and throw a big party. So I'm excited. Nice. You know. Especially being the first game and and that opportunity. That's uh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Saturday game against the 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 rivals, really the the North Texas Bulls, the one that yeah, you know, we're we're looking at, we're looking for. It started out um, close to the same inter- ownership group. Started with the North Texas Falcons. We had Tyrone on mm-hmm. the right. show. Mm-hmm. Um, the that. Falcons, that particular entity. Um, just didn't work out. All the pieces weren't kind of there and in place. So he took a step back. Yeah. Found another investor to go in with him who has some gunslinger ties as well. Mm. He does. He does. Yeah. Uh, do tell. He who must not be named. No, I'm just kidding. It's, uh, it's, it's Hector's brother. Yeah. Uh, Javier. And, uh, and then they also have a third owner. Um, and the three of them collectively have put together something special. Uh, and it's just going to be exciting when, when we play against them. Yeah. So Especially no, with the brother, right. Oh yeah. Brother on sure. brother. Yeah. Uh, it reminds, and, and this is, this is kind of the target we're looking at now. They are the enemy, the enemy. There you go. Yeah. Everybody's um, the enemy. Well, but they are like, yeah. they are the rival. They but are I think the it's more personal for that guy watching right now because, and maybe so, but we, <laughs> we all as gunslingers family will join together oh, and sure. say, you know, let's get them. Yeah, uh, it's South Texas versus North Texas. It's brother versus brother. It's almost a civil Literally. war, and the good uh, thing, kind is. Of thing going on. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I do like that. Civil Gunslingers war. and bulls. A civil war. North versus South. Brother versus brother. It's a civil war. And somebody will have bragging rights at the end of this because oh yeah, we play them three times. Play three wow. games. Yeah, at least three so, games. You Who know, knows what happens time, playoff wise? You know, we could know. sweep them, which is my guess. Which sure. Is what we're gonna do? I'm gonna Why bring not? a broom. I'm bringing a broom. <laughs> yeah. So you heard you know. it here first. Yeah. <laughs> sweep. Yeah. Get I, the brooms ready. I got hey, my listen, broom. I've been calling it since the very beginning that I, I wholeheartedly feel we're gonna go undefeated. Woo. I know. Wow. I know. I know. Oh my god! We already lost the bet tonight. <laughs> are you ready to lose this one? <laughs> but you're not. You're not biased or anything. So no, not at all. But you're not COO or anything, are you? <laughs> no. You know what it is? Is because I know the talent that we have, and I know what they mm-hmm. bring to the table. Uh, these guys have been working tremendously hard for the last three and uh, actually four months now. We went into training camp in October, yeah. mm-hmm. and we're in February and. I'm telling you, I know these guys. So, uh, you know, I know it's, I know it's, I know it's a high bar to set for myself and to put Hector's name on the line too, saying that we're going to go undefeated, but 
Undefeated though is is like that doesn't happen very often. Okay, no regular season undefeated. I'm not gonna say we're gonna go all the way through and just remain undefeated. Even so, you're Even talking about nine straight games. Okay, but but think about this though. I will say this: it's not often that the entire division, which is your competition, they're all first year teams. Right. Right. No. No. Uh, Austin? Austin Wild is not. Uh-huh. Austin Wild oh, were right. in the AAL prior to last the season before last, so they have uh, some experience experience mm-hmm. with it. Um, so yeah, not not everybody. However, you know, I, again, I I think these guys are, are talented, and I think they're going to get the job done. So let's run through this really quickly. We're talking about home opener. The 13th, right. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're at the Rose Palace. Tickets are on sale now. Go get them. Yes. Go Send get all of them. Simple as that. Go yeah. To, go to the schedule. Uh, and then we have a break. Like, we start the season strong and fast, and then we actually have um, almost a full two weeks. Almost, yeah. Yeah, we because it, it was an extra date that we were able to get in. Yeah. Um, so the next one won't be until March 29th. 29th. Mm-hmm. And, and that is uh, that is a Monday. A Monday. March Monday night, and Monday. that's going to be here as well. That's here. Uh, yes, that mm. is a home game. I'm trying to pull it up right now. So. Yeah, it, it is a home game, and then after that, I think we're heading out to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah, the, the Wild are coming here on yes. the 29th. Yes. So you open with two home games. Yes, against two in-state rivals. And then we have another Monday night game, but not a Monday night game in San Antonio. We play Monday the fifth, which is Easter Monday. Not many that, people know that. There's. There might be some changes to that between now and I, I'd say mid February um, to late February. That date changes. Yeah, dates might change. Um, we're not changing out who we're playing. Um, it's still going to be the Raiders, but I think we're trying to push it back to that Saturday, the third. Oh, not okay, that'd be good. To no, not interfere with uh, Easter. Yeah, bad call, bad idea. Keep it as on a, Monday, as opposed to a Monday <laughs> in Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pass. <laughs> so that is a Sunday that I have to be at work no matter what happens. So if I have to drive back middle of the night from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, I'm not going to love that. But the world it is what it is. Around it does. <laughs> I think that's fair. You, I think right, that's okay, fair. You sell the sure. guy one jersey just, and all I, of oh us. Oh, my God. Yes. No, the number one on his jersey and forget it's it. It's a number 12, and it has been retired already by the team. Thank you. In fact, yes, it has. It has. Yeah. <laughs> so the Gunslingers in Hattiesburg, uh, hopefully sometime that sometime on Easter weekend. That is correct, yes. Okay. Already the team that I hate the most in the whole division because they're called the, the Raiders. Raiders. Yes. The Hattiesburg Raiders. Uh, we read an article about them just today. Yep. Mm-hmm. They are cl- they are already saying they're looking for a championship. Oh, please. Everybody we, is. We all are, but, yeah. but we're going to get but it. But again, but, I have to reiterate. How do we stand out from everybody else? We put in the work four months yeah, already. We're deep. already there. Like we've chemistry, already got it. Chemistry is built. Coaching staff is phenomenal. We have the yep. right guys in the right place. And I'm telling you, they're going to have to bring something serious if they want even a chance against us. Right. Yeah, they're thinking championship. And I was going to say, well, the 2 one has got something to say about that. Ah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. I like it. April 12th, we're back here at home against the Wild again. Yep. Two home games against the Wild. Yes, because they are a traveling team, yes. Right. Uh, week off, and then we have the Bulls coming back in. Mm-hmm. The North Texas Bulls heading back in on the 26th of April. 
And then from there, we have what I... I hope your team is ready for this turnaround. We play the Bulls on the 26th. That's Monday night. Mm -hmm. And then that Saturday, a mere five days later, they're on the road in El Paso. Yeah. That's tough. That's a turnaround. Like for for guys that are not... um, I don't want to say not professionals because they are professionals, but guys who have other jobs, other things that they're worried about on a daily basis who are not making their living at football. Right. That's a turnaround. That's, yeah. that's tough. And, and travel does do some wear and tear on the body. Um, it does. So, but I mean, it, that's why it's our job as owners. Um, the coaches jobs to make sure that we do everything that we can to make sure they stay healthy, stay fit condition um, and stay, you know, mentally and physically prepared for those quick turnarounds, you know, that's where we come in and have to do our job. Now, one of the big uh, talking points as you head into that game about El Paso is going to be make it through this because after this, there is actually two weeks plus a day. There's a 15 day layoff. There's plenty of time to rest up and get well Right after El Paso. When you go to Dallas to take the Texas takeover, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and then uh, and that's on the sixteenth of uh, May. Yes, however, Another, oh, here we go <laughs> again. However, here we go again. Uh, it's not set in stone. There's always the possibility. Like I said, we're always making changes, so there is a slight possibility of a game on May tenth. Oh, okay. Home or away? Is that Mother's Day? Near Mother's Day? That is the day after Mother's Day. The okay. Monday after, day Mother's, after day. Mother's Day. Oh. But it would be at home. Ooh. Another home game. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So season ticket holders would be beneficiary of that extra game automatically? Absolutely, yes. Automatically. Yep. Get your season tickets now at www.sanantoniogunslingers.com. That is correct, yes. There you go. Go get your tickets. Different levels. And you know what would really when Mm -hmm. when they have those games that are pretty close? A good sports massage from Laura, right? That would help. Oh, yeah. Texas Sports LMT. That's right. That'd be a good uh, time to get that massage in. Uh, After the 16th, uh, you play, who did I say? Oh, we go to Dallas, play Texas Takeover. Yep. We come back home the next week, and on the 24th of May, we play the Raiders here. Yes. They're coming out of Mississippi all the way down to the Alamo City to play us here. And then we finish up the season on June 5th in Fort Worth. Against the Bulls again. Again. Yes. So three games against the Bulls, two against the Austin. Uh the Austin Wild, two against the Raiders. Yes. One against the Texas Takeover, which Correct. I don't have a lot of information on. That was a new that popped up new for me. Yeah, they're they're they would be a new team coming in. Um I believe the uh the idea is for them to share the arena and throw double headers with the Bulls. Okay. In the oh, Fort Worth okay. Convention Center. So I gotcha. They they were able to work and structure out that schedule and that's how we came about with what we have now. Um I, I will say I can't say who we might play on May tenth, but if we do, uh it would be an out of state team. Okay. So, mm. Oh interesting. Interesting. Yep. Um, Somebody wants to come to Texas and get their ass whoop their butt whooped. <laughs> Bang, bang. You can do it. I don't think that gets us an E right off the bat. No. I think we're good. Uh, so those of our listeners and those people who have been following this process pretty closely will notice that there's something missing when we read through our schedule. 
and that is the Allen Tiger Cats. Yes. Um, yeah. Suffice us to say that there was a medical emergency for their owner. Yes, and to the extent that we can explain to our fans right. and the listeners, there was a medical emergency with John, their owner, um, which caused uh, unfortunate events for him and his family, mm-hmm. detrimental to the team. Um, and, you know, one thing that uh, Tony, the league owner, even Hector and myself have reiterated to everybody in our organization and the league family will always come first. Yep. And yeah. uh, he, he definitely had to take, take a step back uh, and we support him 110%. We wish him nothing but the best and, um, you know, stay, stay healthy. Yeah. 2022. There's always 2022. Yeah. yeah definitely send some prayers. Absolutely. Um, they, they, they need it over there, up there, the team and the family. So, yes. And it suffices to say when an owner of the, you know, in the NFL or in one of the major leagues has a medical emergency, that may not affect the team as a whole. But we're not on that level. We're not talking right. about things on that level. Right. So much of this, so much of the legwork in this league on this level is done by you guys at the ownership level. That to not have that guy there to do that legwork or available because he's going through something medically means that things business cannot get done. Correct. Um, yes. And that's where we're at. Yes. Um, it, it seems odd when you think of it as a sports fan and you're like, well, if Jerry Jones, you know, uh, has a stroke and he goes into a coma and can't make football decisions anymore, um, oh, if all of that happened, <laughs> that's just wrong. The team would continue. I don't that? want him to die. I just well, if he can't out make there in the world, you if just he said can't it. make football decisions anymore, there might not be anything wrong with oh, that. But the team so for that. But the team would move forward. True. But that's not the same. We're not talking about the same structure here. No. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, in, in this particular league, even if you're talking about teams like, uh, you know, the CIF. Or yep. the IFL. Yep. If mm-hmm. something happened to one of their owners, it'd be the same thing. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it just we're not inclined to have you know multi million dollars and billion billions of dollars where there's know, nobody on this level that works full time. Correct. There's nobody that this is their full time job. Everybody is is working to make this successful while they're doing other things. Except for me and Hector. I mean, we work and. This is a, this is a full time job. <laughs> Your only full time job. Let me say it that okay, way. There you okay, go. Okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, and when that's the case, uh, missing one person that does a lot of the legwork for the team, and certainly that one person that's kind of a point person for everything. Correct. Um, makes things hit. rough. Yeah. And yeah. Um, again, medical emergencies. Uh, this one specifically sudden. Not something that you could plan for or knew anything about it. Just things happen. Right. Um, and so that's why Alan won't be a part of what we're doing in 2021. Hopefully back in 2022, we'll spend some time in Allen beating the pants off of the Allen Tiger Cats. Absolutely. And that's, that's, uh, that's my assumption. That yeah. Everything will be back Well, apparently so, because we're never going to lose a game in the AAL the way you're talking. That's right. <laughs> never. And we see it firsthand with you guys. I mean, you not only do like invest with money, it's your time. You're totally invested. So if there's a medical emergency, that's definitely going to affect everything. So, you know, like I said, prayers out to them. We'll see them next year. See them next year. We make sure that we stay healthy. Well, the nice thing here in San Antonio is you guys are lucky enough to have a group of you guys Mm -hmm. um, that are making decisions and moving things forward. If, Mm -hmm. if, one of you had to drop out or take a step back for some reason. There is enough 
support there that it feels like things could continue on, but it would be more of a struggle, but yeah. it could still move forward. It could. Um, as opposed to the structure that they had in Allen where it was kind of all running through one point person. Yes, yes. And when that one point person isn't there, um, there's just no no way to move things forward. Even right. even the league looks down and goes, there's not much we can do. There's not much help we can provide. Right. So sad, um, but we will see them back in 2022, I hope. Fingers I was looking forward so. to Allen. I did too. Yeah. I was too. I, liked, I kept calling him Allentown. Remember? And you got that's Allentown. Not yeah, that's Allentown. in that's in Pennsylvania. I know. That's I know. In, Especially when you look <laughs> at that team that they were building, because we were keeping yeah, they were having uh, you know uh, what a uh, almost said Terry Glenn. Is it Terry Glenn? No, it wasn't Terry Glenn. Who? Oh. Terrence Williams. There you go, Terrence Williams. Yeah, and it was a Cowboys receiver that I didn't like very much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they were building a solid team with the signings that they had coming in and. We were excited because we were like, oh, hey, I think they can give us some real competition. And then they're gone. I think so. they even had cheerleaders. I'm, I'm not sure. but No idea. I, th- I don't know. We have cheerleaders. Oh, yeah, we do. We got cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, let's take a break right there. We will uh, take a break, get some of our sponsors out of the way, be back in a minute, and we'll continue to talk about all the news going on around the San Antonio Gunslingers. Still a lot more to come. Yeah, absolutely. He said it better than I could. Hang in right there. (laughs) All right. If you own a business, if you're looking for an affordable way to reach thousands of football fans as we head into the gunslinger season, it's time. It's time to become a sponsor. The time is now. It's going to be big. We've got some sponsors. You hear about them every week on the show. Teardrop Pepper Company, Mm -hmm. uh, Texas Sports LMT. That's right. We've had sponsors. We need new ones, and we've got a new one we that's do. coming soon. Yeah, uh, we split. Not everything's finalized, but I'm going to go ahead and give them props because they're ready mm-hmm. uh, to jump on board. We already talked a little bit about JD's Bar mm-hmm. and Grill over on 87 410. Uh, great place to watch all of your games, good food, all the drinks that you're going to want because it's a bar. I'm going to check it bar out does. real soon. I'm going to check it out. Maybe um, this weekend. Go check them out. Very soon, you're going to be on the Smoking Guns podcast. Uh, from the JD Bar and Grill Studios mm-hmm. as we travel around covering Gunslingers football. If you want to be a part of that too, if you want your business, if you want your name on the show, if you want your ad in the midst of all of this, all you have to do is reach out to us at smokinggunspod at gmail.com. That's smoking. No G. Guns. With the Z. P-O-D at gmail.com. And we'll get you all set up uh, with sponsorship here on the show. As the season kicks off, lots of people are going to be listening to the show, not just in the new episodes. They're going to go back and listen to the old episodes as well. Uh, and you're going to be a part of those shows once you're a sponsor of the show. Go to smokinggunspod at gmail.com and sign up today to be a sponsor on the show. Speaking of sponsors of the show, uh, teardroppeppercompany.com has been with us since the beginning, and we love their stuff. And you know what? We're winning other people over yes, we are. to their stuff. Yes. Because I am as looking across speak. the table as right we now. Speak. At Jason Torres, and he is chowing down on some pizza with some golden habanero sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he's not talking, because he's got a <laughs> mouthful of pizza with golden habanero uh, sauce on it from teardrappepperco.com. It's pretty good, right, Jason? Yes, it is. Fantastic. There you go. Uh, right from the CEO of the company. We didn't even pay him to say that. That's right. 
Uh, we just, we just, in fact, he bought the pizza. We didn't even pay him with pizza. <laughs> yeah. He brought the pizza and he put some teardrop peppercorn uh, sauce on it. And he's excited about that. You can have some because mm-hmm. as we get towards the, uh, the tailgating season, you're going to want some of this. Oh yeah. Uh, so go to teardroppepperco.com. Use the offer code arena, A-R-E-N-A. Save 10% on your order or don't just order one bottle, order a case. You're going to need them. Have plenty of yes. it. Especially if you're tailgating. You got the Golden Habanero. That's our favorite. Yes, it is. They've got it their is. new flavor, the Supreme Serrano. Also very good. Very good. Yummy. Uh, give them both a try. Order them today. TeardropPepperCo.com. Use the Africode Arena. Save 10%. Also follow them online on all of the social media outlets at TeardropPepperCo.com. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Hingham, Leo Yamas, R.C. Woods, Jason Torres, all sitting around the table talking about gunslingers. And on the phone, we have somebody else. We have another part of the ownership group. He's actually the general manager of your San Antonio gunslingers. It is Jonathan Young. Jonathan, how's it going? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Anytime. There is a there is a microphone or a phone line available for all four of you guys. Anytime you want to come on the show. Um, and Jason takes advantage of that because he, sure he just shows up whenever we're recording. <laughs> Only because there's usually free food. There involved. is usually that is food. true. <laughs> so Jonathan and Jason, uh, I hear that there is a rivalry brewing on the Gunslinger squad when it comes to our quarterbacks, but it's not a rivalry between the quarterbacks so much as it is <laughs> in the midst of the ownership group and you guys trying to decide who... Uh, should be the starting quarterback for the gunslingers. You guys can't agree. If you guys can't agree, we're going to have issues. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's, <laughs> it's fun to watch. I can't, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, he's just very opinionated for, <laughs> for somebody who literally is still wet behind the ears. Ooh, oh, but he's the ouch, general manager. Ouch. It's his job <laughs> to make these calls, right? Don't take that. Don't take that. <laughs> fire back, fire back. Uh, I mean, that's that, that pretty funny. So, Jonathan, that's pretty funny. Jonathan, make your case. You've got you've got a preferred quarterback right now. And let us preface all this with saying this is where we're at right now. This is not where we're at 40 days from now. Y'all, things could have changed drastically between now and opening uh, game there against the North Texas Bulls. But right now, you guys have some pretty strong opinions. Jonathan, make your case. I don't think it's so much of a case other than just stating some coincidences or facts. Um, By all means, I don't want this to be misconstrued as I am rooting for a particular person. Um, That's what we're going to make it sound like when we edit. So (laughs) (laughs) you might as well just go ahead. Of of, of course, of course, of course. I just want to put that, just want to, preface that out there. That, oh, I'm going to cut all you know, that out. By, the disclaimer. I'm cutting all that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. One, but, one but, yeah, but yeah, back, back to what I was saying. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't want you to think I'm going for either, either party. However, I will say that um, this, this competition that we have at the quarterback position is very animated amongst myself and Jason. And um, there are particular instances where we, we banter with each other. 
And um, it all happens with, you know, quarterbacks that comes in there and just makes a big play. And, you know, for the last for the last about month or so, I'd say we, we've had a good duel between the quarterbacks and making big plays, but someone someone came out and, and, and sparked it off. And that would be – you're going to have to give us a name. Yeah, like, I'm going to make you give me a name. Give us the initials. <laughs> something. Give no, us something. you give us a name. Uh, Who's his see, mama? We're, we're not going to go back. This is this is why I preface what I said. <laughs> we we have we have a a good position to where both quarterbacks are are very competitive in nature, and that's, it's a great thing, and it makes for some good competition, and. Uh, it, it's been it's been good to see. I'm glad that we are at a point where um, both guys can honestly can right. run it and, Jonathan, and still make big plays. No, no offense or anything. Are you running for office? <laughs> are you are you are you just, running to be like the general manager of the team, or are are like you're doing a lot of political? Levels, like both guys, there there are great guys on both sides. Um, and I'll tell you, Jonathan, anyone who's listened to the show already knows who you picked because we mentioned it before on other shows. So I don't know why you just don't come out and say it. Come on, uh, Jonathan. Everybody's waiting. So you've made, let, let you've made your case or you've, you've more appropriately, you've, you've um, abdicated your chance to make a case. Um, what do you got, Leo? I was going to interject and say, okay, so I've been to a couple of the recent practices. Right. And... It was one of the things that kind of sparked this whole idea where I said, you know, I really want to get both quarterbacks on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think it'd be great to have the quarterback room on the show and have, have both guys here and, and, like and talk about the experience and the competition. And um, being at those practices and seeing uh, Jonathan and Jason go back and forth with the banter that mm-hmm. he's talking about. They're not doing this banter discreetly on the sidelines so that nobody else is hearing. <laughs> like everyone can hear it. It's it's very apparent what they're you know who they're who they're backing or who they who who's who they've got their their chips on, and um, it's it's entertaining. But I also know that these guys have to be they have to know what's going on and see it. And um, I mean I, that's sure for sure going to light some of that competitive fire. But now that we have Jonathan on here and he can make his his case. case even more publicly it seems like he's kind of shrinking under that spotlight you know it Come is on, what Jonathan. it is uh he's got to keep that that locker room and certainly that quarterback room he's got to keep that uh, uh keep it lively you do <laughs> yes keep, well you're doing the opposite of keeping it lively you are certainly tossing <laughs> some water on it right now but i have a feeling um that i'm going to get something different when i say <laughs> Uh, Jonathan, you've had your chance and abdicated your chance to make a case. Jason Torres, the, the COO of the Gunslingers, also has some opinions about this, and I have a yeah. feeling that he's not going to abdicate in quite the same way that Jonathan did. Jason, do you have a preference right now as far as quarterback goes on this yes, team? Yes, I do. David Olvera. That was fast. That was really fast. It just rolled right out. Uh, let me let me piggyback a little bit off of what Jonathan said. Uh, there is no favoritism. Uh, sure. This is not personal. So no. when you guys right. hear this, David and Nate, uh, don't think that it, it's personal. It's not, somebody it's, has to start. Like right. somebody has to hold right. the ball when the game starts. Right. And yeah. and so 
at some point, if either of these guys, and I know Nate, I, I believe Nate listens. Yes. I feel relatively sure David listens. So yes. if they're and hearing me right now, um, if you're the kind of guy that's going to wither under the fact that somebody else gets to hold the ball on opening day, you're probably not the guy that should be holding the ball on opening day. That's well, my feeling. Right. I, I, I and say, I don't think either of these guys are those guys. No, I don't. No. I would say no. They're, they're amazing guys. Great athletes. Um, like you said, but somebody has got to start. And, uh, when when we go back and forth, me and Jonathan, it, it's uh, it's just you know difference of opinions. What he looks for is not necessarily something I look for. Or, sure, you know, uh, it's it just like I said, difference of opinion based on certain facts. Like he said, on what we see on the practice field. So let me parse a little bit what Jonathan Young, the general manager of the team, um, worked around so much. But what I heard, <laughs> danced around. He said. One of the things that he looks for in a quarterback is somebody that can make the big plays. Right. And if he leads to, or if that leads to Nate being his preference at the time, that me, that leads me to believe that in practice you're seeing more big plays uh, maybe come from Nate. Um, seen a few. Okay, so I will say this. There have been uh, flashes of light with, with Nate. Yes. But see, what he's talking about is he's saying big plays. What I'm looking for is consistency. And that's the that's always the argument. Like right. that's going to be the argument yep. in at, at the quarterback position of football till the end of time. Do I want the Brett Favre that can do amazing things or can crap the bed, or do I want the guy like uh, who's a just consistent guy, um, not amazing but consistent, Brad Johnson? Am I going to want Brad Johnson or Brett Favre? Um, that's always going to be the argument, right? And, that, and that's that's my argument. And I both mean, of those I, I guys like... won one Super Bowl. Like <laughs> yeah. both of those, I mean, mm-hmm. both of those, one of them is a Hall of Famer and one of them is not for right. some reason. But um, like I said, Nate has flashes of light uh, where he'll he'll do that one play, uh, you know, for 45, 50 yards on that fly route. And, you know, one of our wide receivers is catching it and scoring. But then you have seven plays back to back where it's like, okay, he got sacked or the ball got batted or he threw an interception. But that one big play at the right moment can spark everything for everybody. And let's be fair. It can. Yeah. I won't argue against that. However, that again, that's not what I'm looking for. Right. And it's because David can do that same thing. Go ahead, Jonathan. And I, and I hear that and I, and trust me, this is where the banter comes 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 from and it comes in is is I get what he's saying with consistency, but then <laughs> there there are plays that he says that he's looking for consistency and both guys are firing off. Both guys are consistent. Who's making those consistent clips at a higher rate? Both guys are consistent, and both guys can be inconsistent. Okay, but who's that, more that's, consistent? Because in my my opinion, I think David is is more consistent. Now, if we're really fair about this particular competition, David has been with the organization from the beginning. Right. From the beginning, yep. right? Yes. Nate has been here almost three weeks. No, he's, a month, he's, maybe he's a, been month. Here a month. It's been a full month. It's been a full month. Uh, so, does that have any? Uh, does that give Nate any? Uh, I don't want to say disadvantage? a free pass. No, Does that no. give him any leeway at all? That not, he's only been here a month while David's been here longer? Not even a little bit. Because any, it, leeway? I would not say any leeway, but at the rate that he's picked up the offense 
enough to even make a case for himself, to have the GM make a case for him <laughs> or, or say something <laughs> or in his abdicate regard. his chance to make a case for him or whatever the case may La- Last I checked, says, though, our playbook is not 468 me, pages. Says a lot. Okay. Because not only is he picking up an offense, but he's also executing that offense. And that says a lot. Hey, you can only play, you can only call the plays that are, that are given to you. So if he's matching these plays and he's making these shots, what, what is there to discuss? But at the same breath, I could say the same thing about David. He makes good throws. And one thing I will always say to my guys when they make good throws and strikes, as I call them, I will say, hey, that's a good strike. Come tap him on the shoulder. That's that's a good ball. That's a good ball. Now let good me place. let me ask you this question, Jonathan. Though, uh oh, Jason's taking over my show. He sure is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just have a I just have a question though. Do you not feel though with some of the ball placement on your guy? Is not our wide receiver. Your guy would be Nate, by Nate. the way. <laughs> <laughs> is not our wide receiver making an amazing catch to adjust to the ball? See, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer as, as, as a former quarterback that it's all in sync, man. You, you, you make the throws and you're, you're hoping that your receiver – it's going to come down with it. You're putting it in the area that you trust your receiver to come down with it. And we're not having this, this conversation over incompletion. These guys are making strikes. They're making good plays. Um, and I don't, I don't think that's an issue. I mean, the quarterback throws, the receiver catches. It's, it's simple. It's backyard football. I, I get it. I understand where you're coming from. And that's why I said I'm not taking anything away from Nate because he makes amazing plays and, and he does it quite often. Uh, I, the only argument I guess I would have is just that, uh, some of the catches by our wide receivers have just been, they've had to truly adjust to make something magic happen as, as opposed to David, I feel like can put it in the bread basket, whether it's on the long ball, the short ball, um, throwing it over the shoulder. Um, that, that's, that's why. I kind of ride for my boy. That's all. So on, on that note, let, let me just let me just add from my observations um, that there are two different quarterbacks, different skill sets. Very different. Yes. And with that in mind, seeing what you're seeing right now, part of that decision is not only taking into account what you're seeing right now at practice, but kind of taking into account the long haul. You mentioned receivers. We're the gunslingers are very, very deep at the receiver position. Right. Got a lot of quality receivers. Um, the game is a fast-paced game, smaller field. Uh, you have to you have to get the the ball out quick. You got to make the passes. You got to make the the uh, decision on where you're going really quick, or else you're running for your life. So mobility is something that's uh, something to really be considered. Um, so on that line, does that does that have any bearing on, on the decision that you're making right now? Or are you just taking those th- th- that decision based purely on what you're seeing right now, not thinking about what the game is, what the game's going to be like throughout the season? I think it's a game-time scenario based on what you see in the beginning. I know, of course, we have to make a decision before the game yeah. on who's going to be a starter. <laughs> now, I will say, yeah, that's one thing that I can side with Nate is the dude's got wheels. If he's got to get out of there and move around – He's he can do that. in the indoor game. 
Right. Yeah. Comes up fairly often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. David David is more of a pocket passer. He's going to step up. Definitely. And he he's can make that quick decision. But Nate's like, if I don't got nothing, I'm out. And he can be out. Whereas David, not so much. So, yes, I can see the argument for Nate. In that. So, I have always told you guys that we at the podcast will be... Um, we will call you on things that we don't agree with. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you a question now. Okay. And if you, and if I don't agree, I'm going to tell you exactly how wrong you are. Bring it. How wrong you are. Is there, <laughs> he said that, how wrong if you, you are. are, if we are in the same position 40 days from now, okay, 38 days from now, and we've got two really good quarterbacks that we are of two minds on, is there any possibility that we may utilize the best of both worlds and shuttle quarterbacks in and out? Absolutely. Well, I mean, the goal, I mean, I I would say yes. I would have both of them on active roster because, remember, we can only have 21. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you're going to have to carry both because if an injury happens, you've got to have that other guy ready to step up. Would I I say throw in a healthy mix of them both in one game? Absolutely, yes. If I was the coach. Of course, I don't make those decisions. Coach does. But but is it is it conceivable that uh, that that's the way that you guys would uh, that you would advise uh, coach to go? Hey, we got two solid guys. Let's use the best of both worlds and and let's use them both. I would just to throw off the other team, especially Jonathan. What do you think? I don't know. I just come from that that old school approach. If you got two quarterbacks, you got none. There's something to that. Men. You are are 100% right, Jonathan. (laughs) You're right. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. You have none. Oh, man. Really? If there's there's two and there's not a clear-cut number one uh, by the time the season is, 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 is going, I think we're, we're in a big, we're in a big problem. Yeah, one of the things I, that bothered I, me just to no end in our previous iteration of the show. I knew you were going to bring that up. Was that the uh, San Antonio Commanders would do this thing Often. where they would bring in Marquise mm-hmm. Williams. Yes. I, did, I did see that when I was at the games. In the midst of, you know, just like every third series would be marked. Yeah, and it didn't it, matter it if they totally had momentum and it didn't matter. And it, it, was, it didn't work. I'm also not a fan. I've seen, you know, my team. Cowboys. Tom Landry was famous for doing this kind of crud. Um, specifically with Danny White and Kerry Hogaboom back in the 80s, he would shuttle guys in and out every other series. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. But you can't dictate what one team does with another. I mean, look at the Saints, Taysom Hill, or yeah, and uh, Drew Brees. It worked out beautifully. It was effective. There was only one quarterback of that team. There was an athlete on that team that could throw the ball. Meanwhile, they put Taysom Hill above Jameis Winston. Well, it worked. That's another. Angle, it worked. That's another angle, though. That's that's. I don't think that that's having two quarterbacks and shuttling them in and out at that quarterback position. That was due to injury more than and more look, than anything. Am I saying injury. that it won't work? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm just like Jonathan. If you have two quarter, I'm that old school kind of guy. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. If you can't make a decision between these two guys. Now, is it great that we're, we've got two guys that are capable? I mean, you could have literally no quarterback. You could have uh, nobody that's capable of playing that position. And you're trying to choose between uh, two rough options. That's not where we're at. So it's good that we are in a place where we have an option either way we go. I mean, yeah, it's a good situation. You got two guys 
that are very capable and they're pushing each other at every practice. I've seen it. Right. They're pushing each other. I mean, that's that's the situation you want. The hard part is making the decision. Yeah. That's going to be uh, Which I'm decision. glad I don't have that responsibility. Right. And, so. and, and yeah, and I, I definitely agree. We've, we've, we've seen, we've seen that. And we, we definitely think that there's, I mean, obviously you want a guy to step in and I, and I hope both guys that are listening, I hope they take this, um, take this and, re- and really think about it. They're, well, they're both there. They're both vying for that position. And, um, you just got to make the most out of the opportunities that you get. Uh, I, I would prefer not to go in with that, that two quarterback deal. I'd rather go with someone who gave us that spark. Um, that was consistently giving us the spark and, and hope that they go out there and they prepare mentally and they execute the offense and, um, and leave it at that. Or you get a chance and you don't do too hot. Well, you know what happens. Well, I will say this. While I agree with Jonathan when it comes to two quarterbacks or shuttling in quarterbacks, um, and I, I wholeheartedly agree with you there, Jonathan, I will say that if my choice is the big play guy or the consistent guy, I'm going with the consistent guy at quarterback. Um, I, I, I would prefer to know what I'm going to get out of that position instead of hoping that I hit the lottery at that position every game. Um, so if I know I'm going to get uh, X amount of production – every time and that's what he's going to give me because he's the more consistent guy i would go that way over the big play guy most of the time what about you leo i would have to agree i will say though in what i've observed and i haven't been there at every practice but uh the other guy is becoming more and more consistent like he's you could see growth out there for sure Yeah, and I think the fact that uh, Nate's only been here for a month. And you're right, Jonathan, on some level, the fact that he's only been here a month and he's already in this conversation, that's good. That's good news. Agreed. Um, Agreed. So I think the positive thing is that we have options. You know what I mean? For sure. Compared to other teams. For sure. Well, it could make things really interesting if you get to a level of consistency where one guy is almost there, not quite where the the other guy is, but is capable of the the big strike the big play then that makes it all the much harder to decide and let's remember that neither of these guys when they go out there on the 13th are going to be facing the san antonio gunslingers defense right yes which is what true. they're practicing what they're scrimmaging against every time they step out in practice That's and true. which um, has always been my opinion that you're looking at the number one offense going against the number one defense sure so it's it's going to be absolutely 100 percent true back and forth so well, and with that being said, there's been there's been one one guy that has definitely um, had the defensive coordinator blow a gasket. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen that. Well, it's not like your defensive coordinator is like uh, rock steady kind of guy. Anyway, he tends to be pretty vocal, pretty loud, uh, ready to jump. I I am still amazed. I think I've said this on the show before. I'm still amazed by Cody Brooks and James Stoltz relationship with each other and the fact that there are not two guys on the field that will give each other more crap than the defensive coordinator and the on-field leader of the defense. Like they yell at each other more than anybody I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) And they're the ones that have to work together the closest, but they get it done. They do. It's definitely iron sharpening iron out there. Oh, absolutely. Every single day. Yeah. Yeah. 
We're going to take another break. Jonathan uh, Young, the GM of the Gunslingers, has been hanging out with us for this segment, telling us all about uh, how we have two really good quarterbacks, and he would be happy to see either of them be successful as a gunslinger uh, as he continues his campaign to be general manager of the San Antonio Gunslingers. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jason Torres has told us, uh, David Olivares, uh, his guy, and he thinks uh, going forward that's probably where we're going to end up when it comes down to March 13th. Anything else from you, Mr. S- Mr. Young? No, 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 no. Thank you guys for having me on. <laughs> that's uh, enough, huh? <laughs> as always, we are going to go with the guy that's going to give us the best ability to win a football game. Absolutely. And, uh, yes. 100%. With, with either one of those gentlemen uh, being the starter. Uh, but let's just keep those big plays going. You bet. Let's be. Let's keep being consistent. Let's go, baby. All right. <laughs> We're going to be right back out of the, after this with more Gunslinger stock and maybe even some uh, Super Bowl talk when we get back. Ooh, you're exciting. listening you to Smoking Guns podcast. Oh, big Sunday! I said big Super Sunday. Bowl again. Big game. We'll be right back. <laughs> well. If you are listening to the show, you like to hear about the gunslingers. You like to hear about uh, all of the news, all of the things that are coming down the pipe. All or is it Pike? One. I think it's down the pike, right? Down the pike. 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 There yeah. we go. Or the 411. Um, well, there's one way that you can listen to the show and get mm-hmm. the information. You can go online and you can see the information, or you can get the information as it breaks or before it breaks by being a patron of the Smoking Guns podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash smoking guns pod. That's smoking. No G. Guns. With a Z. P-O-D at patreon.com and you can become a patron of our show. You can help us make the show go. Pay some of the bills because we got bills to pay. We do. Yeah, we do. We've got stuff we have to pay for to just bring you this show and we need a little help doing that. And as our way of thanking you for doing that, you're going to get the updates about everything going on in Gunslinger world as it's happening or sometimes even before it happens. The The schedule, when it dropped, first people to see it were our patrons. Boom. Yep. I mean, it was, it was in my box. It was in my uh, inbox on my messenger from the team. I sent it out on Patreon to our patrons. Mm-hmm. And... They saw it first, and then a few minutes later, it started popping up on Facebook and on the social media areas. But the first people to get it, and they didn't just have to look at their Patreon. It popped up in their email. Is that right? Oh, I've got you muted. Is that right? That is absolutely correct. It pops up right in your email. It is an immediate way to get all of the information about the gunslingers as we move into the season. So if you want the information coming right to your phone, um, the best way we can do that, the way we want to thank you for helping us make the show go, there's three levels, $5, $10, $20. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, anything you have that can help us out is great. And that's our way to thank you is getting you the information about everything going on in the gunslingers world first. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, Leo Yamas, R.C. Woods, Jason Torres, sitting around the table talking about football, talking about gunslingers football. Um, well, the three of us are. Jason's going to eat for a few minutes. No, yeah, no, 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 I'm done. I'm done. I don't know. I don't know how much you're going to hear from Jason. Um, <laughs> he's got an opinion. He's not going to be shy about getting it out there. We've learned that about Jason Torres for sure. Unlike some of the owner, other, uh, members of the ownership group, 
Jonathan Young, not really, not really ready to step out there. You know, he disappointed. I thought sounded, he was going to sounded really... like he was hiding in the hideout. <laughs> yeah, he was. I think he was because we were in the wow wow rest. That's ready to right. Talk. A little bit. He was. Uh, I don't want to say shy, but very. I, I wouldn't call him shy. Mm-mm. He was very conservative about his choice of words, and, and, and abnormally political. so. Very political, like yeah, know. yeah. Just uh, you know, because there there are great guys on both sides. Yes, yes. Yeah. Great guys and on both cons. sides. And now yeah. that we've heard from these guys, what we haven't really made public yet, but we've talked a little bit about what we're going to try and make happen is we're going to actually have those guys. Yes. We're going to effort to have those two guys sharing a microphone because we only have four. So three of us, and they're going to have to share one on our next show here in a couple of weeks. I'm the executive vice president of the gunslingers. I endorse that message. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it'd be great to have them both here talk about their experience and you know what the competition is like. Yeah. And we had them both on the mom to mom. So I can see in the future, Having a like trivia game between moms and moms, and I know that uh, Nate's mom specifically is yes. like waiting with bated breath. Yes, um, I'm gonna go ahead and make the call now that we will release that special this mm-hmm. Friday. Awesome. Um, so this will come out on Wednesday. Here, a couple of days from now, if you're listening to this now, um, we've got a mom to mom. We've got a super size, a special mom to mom. It's mm-hmm. three moms. Yep. Um, now we're kind of running out of moms. I know what happened. Uh, you did all the interviews, like <laughs> I know. Well, you didn't you know. slow down. I didn't we've slow done down. about we've done about twenty different interviews, and there's only about twenty one players on the team. I so. know. I wish we had more players. Uh, if your mom, if you're a player, if you're connected with the franchise, and really anyway, and your mom wants to come on the uh, show, or get in wife, touch with us. A wife, wife, fiance, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will, uh, RC would love to sit down and talk mm-hmm. with them and get their perspective on things. It's one of the show, one of the things about our show that is unique, different, better uh, than so. a lot of the sports talk shows you have out there is what RC brings to our show. We've always kind of said that. And oh, mom to mom you. was you like, that was your, your idea from the very start. Yeah. It started with Jerry. Cause uh, when the, after the first show he had said, um, you really don't know about football. He's like, stay in your lane. You know, like, st- stick with what you're good at. I'm like, I'm good at being a mom. And that's when it came to me, mom to mom. Moms love to brag on their boys. Yes, they do. Yes, and they so do. we're going to give and them an to opportunity listen. to do that. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. we've talked about the schedule. We've talked about the um, battle there at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is there is other news. You were talking to us before we went on. There's some stuff out there that... Uh, Very exciting. Yeah, exciting stuff. What's going on in Gunslinger World? So, uh, as we prep for these final 40 days before we kick off... Uh, 38. Is, uh, I was going to no, say, it sounds yeah, like Lent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the things that we're looking for, uh, we're going to put a feeler out there, is we're looking for somebody to audition to be... The mascot. A mascot? Yeah. Oh, my God. How exciting. First, we have cheerleaders. Now, we have mascots. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where's my pom-poms? We um, don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just, where are they, They Phillip? just disappeared. Phillip, They're not where, here. Where's my tambourine, Philip? I don't know. I have no idea. You really don't know? I don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we are we are actively looking for somebody who uh, can audition for that. What kind of qualities would a gunslinger, uh, I'm sorry, and a, a sheriff power need to have? Sheriff power is going to have to be a male uh, between 5'11 and 6'2". 
Uh, just wow. for it, we're you know, all out. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I'm it's, because, it's because okay. of the uh, the probably <laughs> I'm the probably sun. a little bigger round though for that particular we'll seat. Keep on going I'm with not going the requirements. Let me there see. You go. So I, I would say between five eleven and six two, it's just because of the outfit size that we have for mm-hmm. the mascot that we ordered. Uh, and, and definitely have would have to be uh, physically inclined uh, to be able to dance. Fill up your uh, out. Again, I'm perhaps out. <laughs> perhaps learn a routine or two with the cheerleaders. Still uh, to be out there. Still out. Be able to interact with the fans. We could do uh, that. You know, make people laugh and, and make them feel welcome at the games. Uh, you know, kind of like the coyote does. Sure. You know? yeah. Or the what, uh, you're a Bulls fan, right? I you am. Sure? So what, what? Benny the Bull. Is Benny, the Bull. Benny, Benny the Bull. Benny the Bull. He's fantastic. If we could get somebody like that to, to you know. That, that would be awesome. So, yeah, just putting a feeler out there that we are, uh, you know, looking for somebody who's willing to audition. Uh, and so if role. they think they're the that person, if we've got the next Sheriff Power listening on right now on the podcast, if you how wanna, are they going to yeah. get to you? If you want to audition, let's go ahead and send us uh, your resume uh, or any credentials you might have. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think video? people have like a, a like a mascot resume? Well, no, but they might have one for dance, dance experience sure. or acting. Oh, okay. I was Barney at parties. A- a- oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Out on the West Santa Side Claus on General Commerce. I, right. at I the see some house. of those so, superheroes on the highways, you know, hanging out, you know, doing Blue's those. Sure. That's right. I've seen them. Right. So, uh, yeah, you would just uh, reach out to us via email. I spent four years at Smurfs on Ice. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a big-ass Smurf. I would be a big Smurf. <laughs> I'd be a fairly large I Smurf. I want to see that. Uh, I'm going to buy him a white hat. <laughs> Papa Smurf. Papa, Papa Smurf has there a you go. red hat, by Is the a way. a red hat? Okay, hey, red yeah, hat. Yeah, he does. Boom. Um but yeah, anyway. reach out via email, uh, 210-SA-GUNSLINGERS at gmail.com. Once again, 210-SA-GUNSLINGERS at gmail.com. What did you do for that particular email address? Did you find out how much the maximum amount of characters were in an email address? And like you were like, how do I fill all of those out? Like no. 210-SA-GUNSLINGERS is really long. I think it was just keeping it real. <laughs> just, you know, let them know, is this a legit email? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you could have gone San Antonio. 210 San Antonio gunslingers and, you know, then. That would be longer. Doubled it. That would be longer. Yeah. They could have spelled out two. It was kind of one of those. T-W-O. O-N-E. You got to remember, a lot of a lot of what we did in the beginning was on the fly, inexperience. Right. It was just. And, and the expectations weren't as high as they are now. The bar wasn't as high. We as actually it. did the same thing. We set up an email address for the show. It still exists. I still check it. Um, before we had a name. So it was Guns Up Podcast. There you go. With an S. G-U-N-S-U-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And it's still there at gmail.com. Um, in fact, a lot of our uh, a lot of our other stuff is set up with that as the username. Gotcha. Um, just the early stuff that we were setting up because we didn't have a name yet, we and sure we were trying to settle on one, and we wound up with smoking guns. Just, just well, give I, out half our credentials on there. The you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they got to guess the, the rest of it. I can yeah. tell you, and nobody two. can figure out passwords. <laughs> bang bang! <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Now I got a good chance. <laughs> I can tell you, uh, year two is is going to be very different. Email, I mean, even down to the email is going to be different. Let's get so, through year one. Yeah, so this is what we've learned in San Antonio football. We're gonna we're gonna concentrate on year one first. Absolutely, we'll get to year two when year two comes along. 
So, you're looking for a new uh, share of power. And you yes. stuck with that name? You like that name? Uh, we, we allowed Admiral to choose that. Yeah, it's brought um, to yeah. you by Admiral Power. Oh, okay, yes, got it. They are okay. the official sponsor. I keep thinking official like mascot cape. sponsor of your power, San Antonio you know? Gunslingers. Yes. No cape, though, right? No cape? No cape. They're going to wear uh, oh, a, a jersey sheriff. with shoulder pads. <laughs> what the powers? It throws me. Yeah, well, that's, that's not like a superhero. That's I know, his just name. Remember their solar power. Yes, so. yes. Okay, I, his I get the name connection is now. Power. I get it's the connection not... now. I get it. I get it. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not the only one. I'm sure other people are thinking like, "What? That's kind of weird." Okay, good. So, yes, we are. We're looking for a mascot. Uh, so yeah, uh, moving on what to else? the next big thing. Uh, we are going to be having a tailgate kickoff party. Wait, what? Ooh, what? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> My heart is fluttering. I am intrigued. We need details. Well, Major details. Even better than that, in addition to that, Gunslinger Beer <gasps> will be there. Awesome. For sale. But where's there? And yeah, when, where's there? And, and we need when? details. It will, guys, I'm getting there. <laughs> Come on. You're so excited. We're on the edge of you our said seats. tailgate. We want info. <laughs> That's like my key word right there tailgate. So it's going to be at Alamo Beer Company on February Sweet. 20th. Okay. February at what? February 20th. Oh, 20th. Okay. That at is 1 p.m. a Saturday? It is. That is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gunslinger ba- uh, beer will be available for sale and consumption in the can because that's what this whole promotion was all about. Uh, putting the beer out there where it can be sold in all of your local HEBs. However, they'll have it on site for everybody to enjoy. Um, and it's really just, you know, getting the community together getting ready for you know like a meet and greet now bring your wallet because they're gonna have gunslinger beer there but this ain't free sample day no it is not (laughs) for sale it will be for sale for me too so right um you know but just i didn't want anybody to show up and be like they're supposed to be free beer no No, they're supposed to be beer not necessarily (laughs) free so yes february 20th 1 p.m to 5 p.m tailgate kickoff party um, player meet and greet, autographs, pictures, um, all that good stuff. Any questions you may have for the coaching staff, the coach's corner, ownership, uh, any of that good stuff will be there. Music, fans, and, Merchandise. and having a great time. Possibly. Ooh, possibly. That would be a good idea. Your favorite oh. podcast will be there as well. Yes, we will, of course. Yeah. Yep. And what about food? I'm fat, so I want to know about the food. <laughs> uh, will that be food? That's going to be one of those, uh, you know, bring, bring your truck, bring your little... Because it's a tailgate. Because it's a tailgate. It's a huge wow. parking lot. I love the parking lot. It's got that artificial turf area that looks like a football field mm-hmm. uh, in the parking lot area. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great time. And Sounds you're gonna awesome. start seeing more information about that. We just gave you all the details, but you're gonna start seeing information about that. In fact, you may have already started seeing information about that. Actually, no, we haven't even announced it. So <gasps> well, right. First? But remember, you you're in podcast first. world, right. where what we're saying now doesn't actually get heard until Wednesday. Right, but if you were a Patreon... You would have already you, heard about this. Exactly. At the Ooh. end of this show, you would have already heard it. So. Right. Awesome. After we, As soon as we record, you would have heard about all this and known. That's why you need to sign up to be a patron. I'm just saying, they mm-hmm. get a lot of the information and you know what, just before be, other people do. Just to be cool about it, I've just now decided that we're not even going to post about it until after the show airs on Wednesday. Boom. So people Boom. who listen to the Boom. show, you're hearing it here first. That's right. right. Why not? There I like you go. that. I like that. We got time to promote it. Why not? We, we love that. We love being the place that you hear things first about the gunslingers. And if you want to hear it first, first, um, you can be a patron. But we'll talk about all that yeah. in a few minutes. <laughs> or no, we just talked about it. We just talked about it. We talked yes, about we it already. You forgot. <laughs> I did. 
It's the way things go. Getting My old. Mind is, it's a yeah. Monday. Yeah, absolutely. Which it's really, the Mondayest Monday yeah, I've ever yes, had. Uh, it's know. one of the Mondayest Mondays in the world for me. Um, so tailgate event, February 20th, 1 to 5, Alamo Beer. Um, if you don't know where that is, fire up the Google because it will tell family you. Event? Uh, I believe, yes, it is a family event. Okay. Uh, I, Alamo Beer is off of Nolan Street. Yeah, it's downtown. just west of downtown. Yes, it's literally right down the block from the Alamo Dome. Absolutely. Can't miss it. Uh, what, what bridge is that that it's right underneath? Uh I don't know. It's a famous one. It's the really nice name. bridge that you see all over Facebook. Yeah. Everyone takes, <laughs> everyone takes pictures of yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just west. I mean, a, a couple blocks west of downtown. Yes. Um, just under uh, 281. Yes. Yeah. Um, great. That's good news. What else? More. Uh, we want more. You want more. I'll give you more. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I myself, uh, I'm spearheading an event called Book for Bookmarks. Okay. And basically, we're going to be taking up new and used books to distribute to underprivileged children. Um, and in exchange, when you bring a book, whether you're an adult, you're a child, doesn't matter, you're going to get a gunslinger bookmark on the house. Sweet. Very cool. That's nice. Um, on it, will have the website, perhaps the schedule. Um, ah. Ooh, nice. Yes. And, and if you're lucky... If you do it the day of, uh, if you donate the day of the event, a player can sign the back of your bookmark. Gotcha. Do you have a date for that event? Uh, actually, believe it or not, we do not. Um, oh, okay. This is something that I TBD. Okay, I like it. Stay tuned. It, I will say it's going to be this month. Okay. It is this month. Okay. Um, more than likely, it will be before the tailgate uh, party. And so for things like that, things like the tailgate party, and even things that I don't think you're ready to talk about now, they really have to keep their ear to the ground Yes. Um, on Facebook. There are other things that may happen this month um, that they're going to want to be at and be a part of, but if they're not paying close attention, they may miss it. Yes. They may think the first thing that we do when we gather all together is March 13th, and while that'll be a big deal, that's not going to be the first time we're going to all be together as a gunslinger posse correct um so keep your ear to the ground because there are other things that might happen um things that rhyme with me freezing games and and things like that okay um there's always a possibility <laughs> of all kinds of things uh happening so you want to pay close, close attention. attention so yes but going back to uh to the uh the book for bookmarks um if for whatever reason you can't make it out, it's fine. Um, what we're going to do with all the extra bookmarks, we're going to distribute them to the local public libraries as well as some of the school systems uh, to their libraries so the kids sure. can have one regardless. Um, I mean, me, as I'm old school, so as a kid, I had a collection of bookmarks when I was you know, reading. And I'm not going to lie, the best day for me as a kid, and I have three now, and the best day for them is the day they get to go to the library. Yes. That's when they get to get their new book, and that's when they're excited. They, you know, book that's fairs exciting. are awesome. I always loved book fairs. Oh, book, fairs yeah. are, book, book fairs were great as a kid. Book fairs are not nearly as cool as an adult because my daughter comes home with this little Big flimsy <laughs> piece of paper and, like, it's book fair day. And I'm like, great. I mean, yeah. reach into my wallet here. Yeah, <laughs> as an adult, now adult I realize why my it. mother didn't want to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why there was that sigh when the book fair signs went up. Oh, book yeah. fair this week. <laughs> okay. Um, I love that it's in February, like for the love of reading, you know? Yes. Absolutely. I love it. 
Yeah. February is a big month. Mm-hmm. Lots going on in February and lots going on around the gunslingers. Uh, we've got a promotion. And when I say we, I don't mean we, you, the gunslinger. We have a promotion. Yes. yes. With you. Um, let's talk a little bit about that and then we'll roll from that right into a big story in football, no matter where you are in the country. Um, first let's talk a little bit about the promotion. So we have a contest running now and what is the, what is the prize? Cause there's a fairly, it's actually a fairly nice little prize set up on this thing. It is a big prize. Um, so basically it's guess the score of the Super Bowl. The uh, big game. The, the big game. Sorry, big game. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, God. Like, can you bleep it out? Like, um, it'll sound like it's a curse, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guess the bleep. Uh, I just say SB, maybe. <laughs> can we say SB? Uh, guess the guess the guess the score of the big game. Guess the yeah. score of the big game on Sunday. Uh. And it's ten dollars per entry. Yeah. Now that's important. Yes, you have to pay the ten dollars in order for your score to be valid. And the QR code is available on our Facebook um, to our PayPal. Yep, I'm looking uh, at it right now. And it's super easy. I already did it. It's ten dollars per. You can't end. win. What? You know that, right? My, it's my husband's. It it is brought to you by the Smoking Guns podcast, which means that all members of the Smoking Guns podcast and their immediate family are what? disqualified from the event. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I posted it. I didn't put anything in the fine print, so I think you're all right. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh no, Jerry. <laughs> That's just gonna look kind of odd if we're the ones who win our own gun. Okay. Well, I can tell you, it's it's ten dollars per entry, right? Okay. And I say per entry because. You can enter as many times as you want. Sure. Cool. Score is valid once we receive payment. Um, you can email us at the email we said earlier, 210-SA-Gunslingers at gmail.com, uh, and give us your prediction. Uh, if you do See how win, you had to take a breath in the midst of that <laughs> email it's address? It's a mouthful. If, if you do win, uh, you would win two season tickets, uh, Dasher Board. Yeah, I was about to say, Whoa. not just any season tickets. Not just any Dasher, dasher Boards, which uh, for anybody who's not familiar with arena football, you are literally practically on the field. You could reach out and touch Cody Brooks you're as part, he runs by. Don't. You don't want to do could. that, but you, <laughs> you don't could. want to. Right. Advice, don't do that. Uh, it's going to hurt. But yes, <laughs> it's two, two season tickets, Dasher Boards. It is a 36 by 12 poster signed by every player on the team cool That's looking amazing. poster mm-hmm. and that is also on facebook as well mm-hmm. you can check out uh it also includes uh and i'm going off the top of my head a customized custom hoodie mm. uh, which i'm actually wearing right now i like that oh, I like well it. they're not gonna do. win that hoodie the one you've already worn right like, i mean if they want to <laughs> i'm a big boy it's a 3x I'll it pass. might keep you warm <laughs> uh but it literally it, it looks like what i'm wearing so it's sweet uh, I'm sure we could take a picture of it later and put it on for the Patreon. Well, I mean, oh, they yeah. were already watching live. So yeah. that, that's, true, that's true, too. However, the kicker is you can customize the back. You can put your last name, a number, if you so choose. Nice. Um, so it's it's customizable. You can put whatever you want, and we'll make it happen. Uh, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's 40% off. 50. 50, 50. sir. Wow. It is 50% off merchandise at the first home game. Yes, 50% off. At the first, which week. is a deal, yes, and you get priority entry, right? Uh, and meet and greet with the players. So, 
it's a it's a great opportunity. It's like like we said it in the post. It's uh, want to feel like a Super Bowl uh, big game winner. Yeah. Big game winner. <laughs> if if you want to feel like a big game winner, you know. So what you have to do is you get you need to pay your ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have to guess the score of the Super Bowl. Correct. Of oh, the big game. And you have to guess it correctly. Yes. So it's not like the closest one. No. Oh man. No, because we did this. Uh, so wait, there's not guaranteed to be a winner of this thing. Then it's like the lotto. You got to hit all six numbers. You got to. Yeah. Well, I thought we were doing the closest person. There's, there's to a lot at stake because you got to remember each of those season tickets has a value of ninety dollars each. So just in season tickets alone, you're at a hundred eighty dollar value. Right. So. You got to hit it on the head. There's definitely a lot of value on the prize. What I want to know is, what are you going to do if you have two entrants with Ooh. the same score prediction? Ooh. First come, first serve? And that's the score. No, you can't do that. No, no. Well, the person who did are the they, they more than one They winner? have to share. Perhaps. No. <laughs> no sharing. No sharing. You, you get, get the hoodie ticket. this you week. <laughs> I get the hoodie next week. I don't think so. However, the likelihood of it happening, I doubt it. If it does, I'd be shocked if somebody hits it right on. Like I'm that that I didn't realize that. I thought we were doing closest to. No, it's it's hitting it on the money. But if wow. we do have two people who hit it, they both get the same price. Ooh. Whoa! Since we just put him on the spot on the show, <laughs> so what and if let we me, have hold on, let three me drink people? My water before Hector hears this on Wednesday, she's <laughs> like, "What? Oh, oh, yeah. Who said what on the air?" <laughs> I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Jason Torres? Well, well see, there was this podcast. And <laughs> so speaking the of the sharks. big game, speaking of the, we're not making money on it anymore, so I can say it right, Super Bowl. Like There was money involved with the other one, but I can say it now, right? That's, a, that's coming up it's this Sunday. <laughs> uh, what are we thinking? Like Tampa Bay, I'm saying, uh, Kansas City, I'm going Kansas City. In Tampa. I'm going Tampa, and I'm going by five. But to be fair, you're you're biased. You are a Tampa Bay fan. You're a Tampa Bay fan. Right? I am, but I'm not bringing that bias into this. You're not. I'm I'm actually literally going. Yes, you are. (laughs) No, You take it with you everywhere you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in all fairness, they're my second team. All right, my first team. Everybody knows is the New yes, York Giants. Yes, yes, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, and I'm. Let me tell you right off the bat, before anybody makes any assumptions, I cannot stand Tom Brady. I've I can't never either. been a fan of his. I am a genuine Tampa Bay fan from the days of Derrick Brooks, Warren Sapp, Shelton Quarles, John Lynch, Mike Allstott. Like I could name you that roster from 2002 when they won the Brad Super Bowl. Johnson. Yep. Work done. Yeah, work done. Was the man. Twenty eight. Yeah. Work done was the man. He was the. The quintessential bowling ball running back where he was small, stout, and just ran into things and bounced off of them. Yep. You, like you know who could have done that? Man. You know who could have done that and was a fluke? Cadillac Williams when we they drafted him. Uh, now, the one that did it best is not actually worked. I love work done. Uh, but the one that did it best was Maurice Jones-Drew. Like, he yeah. was, oh, yeah. was a pinball. Say, like, he was MJD. an incredible yes. kind of pinball running back. But the first one I can ever remember running in that sort of style where they just ran into people and bounced. I mean, really like watching a pinball on the <laughs> – was was work done. Um, I liked work done. I liked that team. At the time they were making that Super Bowl run, I, of course, was a Cowboys fan. But my roommate at the time – a buddy of mine that uh, worked at the Starbucks next door, and we got our first apartment um, t- 
together and hung out a lot. He was a huge Tampa Bay fan, so we would watch a lot of the Tampa Bay games because gotcha. watching the Cowboys games was not very interesting. Uh, so we would watch the Tampa games. So I, I know that team pretty well, too. I think Monty Kiffin um, is one of the greatest defensive coordinators that ever drew up plays agreed, for agreed. the for the NFL. Agreed. Um, everybody takes that Tampa 2 defense down. They're like, everybody has run that. Well, yeah, they have. And there's a reason because it works. Right. Um, so you're saying Tampa by five. I'm going to say Tampa by five. I'm going to go uh, 42-37. Okay. There is, there is, this is such a hard game to call because you look at the past three years of his career, the only three years of his career, and you look at Pat Mahomes and you're like, I can't pick against that guy. Mm-hmm. Like that guy just wins and he's just incredible. And he's yep. just otherworldly in the way he plays the game right now. I don't think it'll always be that way. I've said that before, but right now he plays the game in such a way that like, I can't pick against that guy. And then you look to the other side and you go, well, there's a guy you never pick against. Like anytime you like Tom Brady's lost Super Bowl. Unless he plays the giants. And, and uh, you know, anybody in the NFC East, actually, because um, he'd lost to the Eagles as well. Uh, but you don't pick against, like, if you've learned anything watching football over the past 20 years, it's you don't pick against Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, when it comes down to, you know, who's going to win, well, it's not going to be Tom Brady again. Yeah, it might be. I know. It like could it be. seriously might be. I don't want it to be. but I think uh, if he wins, it'll be his seventh. Seventh it will. It'll, he'll be the first to get seven rings. He'll be the first to get a championship in both, both conferences. conferences. Yeah. And this will be his 10th appearance. Yeah. So if, if he wins, I mean, there, there's no argument, as much as I hate to say it, that, that he's, I guess, the GOAT. May as well just build a colossus along the East Coast with you know of Tom Brady. <laughs> with one one leg in Boston, one foot in Boston, the other foot in Tampa, and just this huge Colossus statue, so that everyone that lives on the East Coast can look up to the sky and see Tom Brady's crotch. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't Wouldn't even want to see that. Well, that's a picture for wow. you. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to imagine that. Erase that from my vision. Oh my God! In the statue form. Here, yes, I, I get it. I get it. But still, I don't want. I don't that might be worth him waiting. Waiting. Maybe worth him waiting to see that. Uh, I'm not a Tom Brady fan. I never have been. In fact, I would say, yes, he has six Super Bowl rings. He has three Super Bowl rings because he had a really good kicker. His first three Super Bowls, he won because he had Adam Vinatieri as his kicker, not because he's a great quarterback. Like, he got them there, and I won't take that away from him, but he didn't win three Super Bowls. He was on three Super Bowl winning teams, and that's an important distinction if you ask me. True. I mean, all three of those games, the the first one against Philadelphia that he won – the one against Carolina, and then the first one that we all remember uh, against the Rams. Those were all won by Adam Vinatieri. Trust me, you don't got to talk me into that Tom Brady's not the GOAT. Because You know what should <laughs> have happened? I have no love for that like, guy. If you love Pat Mahomes and you love the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm going to make do. you really mad right now. Oh, no. But what should have happened is Buffalo should have won that game. You think so? I think Buffalo, I think if, foot, if the football gods are as good as we often think they should be, I think Buffalo should have won that game and had a chance to go into the stadium of the guy who has been the bully to that franchise for 20 years and win the Super Bowl that they lost four straight times. Like, if there was any poetic justice in football, Mm -hmm. 
it would have been Buffalo beating Tom Brady to win their first Super Bowl. That's how it should have happened. Like, if you're writing the movie, that's how it should have happened. We're not going to get that. Because it's not a movie. But I was looking yeah. forward. <laughs> Good point. I was really looking forward to this idea of Buffalo finally. No fan base is more deserving of a Super Bowl trophy than the you, Buffalo Bills. You have to excuse Philip, uh, Jason. Cowboy fans, they play the same movie every season. We do. <laughs> we do. So, yeah. From 1996. The 1992 yeah. season, man. It's on VHS, right? Yeah. Yes, it's on VHS. I have watched that. 1992 Super Bowl several times. The 52 to 17 Super Bowl. I've watched it beginning to end several times. We believe times. you. I, I believe you. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to go that far back, but okay. You don't. Yeah, me no, neither. You don't. No, you don't either. You bought, uh, you bought, what's his name? Peyton Manning, and you got your Super Bowl. Got the two of them. Got smoked and won, but at least yeah, you got you one did. of them. Yeah. Uh, so with that game coming up, um, it, I just, I don't know who you pick. Um, I don't know. I can't pick against either of those quarterbacks. It's impossible I, to pick only, against either of those. Again, guys. going back to what I said, all jokes aside with choosing Tampa and not being biased is because I think that Tampa has the defense to contain Patrick Mahomes. If they play yeah. their cards, right. That's I mean, the thing. Every time we yeah. think that's the case, like Patrick Mahomes says, I'm Patrick Mahomes. Buffalo, I can throw. Buffalo doesn't have that D that I can throw does. touchdown passes without looking at the guy I'm throwing at. I'm Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes can, can be rattled if you get pressure on him. And I will have to say the Tampa Bay in that that last game, man, they put a lot of pressure on uh, Aaron Rodgers. They did. Yeah. It was impressive. And it I got to tell you, I love seeing Aaron Rodgers lose. I, I don't Aww. dislike the guy. I, I was rooting for him in this I game. I didn't want Brady another Super Bowl. Are you kidding I me? I did not want Brady. But man, sorry, Jace. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, they're at where they're at. <laughs> at. Watching Aaron Rodgers lose, there's something I don't know. There's something fun about that. Mm. Like the way he gets. I don't know. He gets. He gets petulant in a way that I really enjoy. <laughs> he, he does. He just gets. You know. Even coming out right after the game and like, I don't even know if I'm going to be back here next year. Yes, you are. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, he will be. Yeah, for sure. Petulant little t- And he's already backed off those statements and been like, well, I don't see how it could be anywhere else. Then why did you say that? Because you were being a crybaby. That's why you said it. Just mm. there's something about the way he gets when he loses or when he throws an interception where it's always everybody else's fault. And yeah, I just, I don't know. State, I like to watch that guy lose. State Farm wasn't there for him. That's right. And, and to so, be fair, I think he learned it when they brought in Patrick. <laughs> no, I think he learned it from Brett Favre because Brett Favre had that same kind of attitude where everything was always everybody else's fault. And, like, you know, he would get petulant, too. Um, I've got nothing against Brett Favre. He's a Hall of Famer, and he's an amazing quarterback. And whatever you want to say about him, sure, sure, sure. Um, but he could – his attitude on the field I never liked. And I never liked uh, Aaron Rodgers either. Just don't like it. It's mm. fair. It's not my thing. So getting back to the defense of Tampa Bay and Mahomes, uh, as far as the the Chiefs' offensive line, didn't they lose their starting left tackle in the AFC Championship game? At I the believe end? they did. So that that's Keeley, what's right? got me kind of pause, like putting pressing pause on picking this game. I'm still taking the Chiefs, but I'm really nervous about it. Yeah. I'm I'm still going Tampa with with that defense with Jason Pierre-Paul and Dominic Sue yeah. and then you just lost that dude that yeah mm-hmm. that's huge out. yeah the number one way to get 
Tom Brady rattled is to hit him really hard within the first quarter. If he's taken a couple of hard hits, maybe not even sacks, but if you've gotten some pressure on him and hit him hard, I, I would be able to tell you at the end of the first quarter whether I think Tom Brady's going to be – he hears footsteps. That's the, the Giants won both of their Super Bowls by putting an extreme amount of pressure on him early in the game. And then he was never the same. He was not Tom Brady after that. But if you notice, though, because the Saints did do that, but there were a lot more dump-offs in the Saints-Tampa Bay game to Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones than there was in any other game prior to. So I think if he does get that, it's a quick flare-out for either one of those running backs to pick up some serious yards because they can do that, especially Ronald Jones. That That's a big dude. So I don't I don't see it being a problem if he is pressured too much. He just he'll find the adaption. I do find it really funny that Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are going to play in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and Ben Roethlisberger is not. <laughs> like, there is something about that. Another guy I kind of like to see lose, like him sitting on the 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 sidelines at the end of their game oh, he's a in the playoffs. Um, yeah. There was something about that that fed my soul in a weird way. <laughs> in a weird, evil way that's probably not good. Um, but, you know, I don't like to see that guy win either. I like I like to watch him lose. You know who I was happy that retired I was never a fan of? Philip Philip Rivers. Really? Yeah, I, I never – he never did Well, you know, he wants to concentrate on spending time with his wife and starting their family finally. So, you know. Well, yeah, I hope he's so. Got, he's been he's in the league since 2004. Start his family. He's got to start his family. <laughs> Does he have 18 kids or yeah, something yeah. like that? Something ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. They got to start their family. To so. me, he never did anything significant for the game. Never won a Super Bowl. Talented he, quarterback, but I would agree he didn't. He didn't do anything special. He stayed in Charger Land way too long. Uh, I'll tell you something special that he did do, and I know this because I have uh, coworkers that used to live in San Diego and moved and uh, moved here. Um, he would go out into public, incognito. And he was actually on a, he joined a softball team and played softball as Felipe Rivera and wore a fake mustache mm. and actually played <laughs> as Felipe Rivera. If you ask me, that's pretty funny and kind of cool. That's cultural appropriation. <laughs> that's, that's not right. That's kind of exposing yourself that you're <laughs> even further trash than I, uh, my previous inclination. The thing about Philip Rivers that I always that I will always find amazing is that the San Diego Chargers ended up re- releasing Drew Brees mm-hmm. to draft Philip Rivers. Drew Brees is still playing in the NFL, has won a Super I Bowl. I think he's going to retire uh, it, at at. At the current moment, he is still in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's won a Super Bowl. He has had a Hall of Fame career, whereas Philip Rivers hasn't has not. Right. Um, so it was. It, it is interesting that they released the guy, the the better guy by far, the better guy to to get Philip Rivers. There's nothing wrong with Philip Rivers. He was an okay quarterback. Um, but, He's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's better than okay. Yeah. Sure. I guess. As he winks. Mm. I, I mean, I guess. Um, nothing wrong with him as a guy. I like I, I, I like Philip Rivers. He's got a great name. I'll give him that. Um, just something about that first name. Just awesome. 
Oh, fell out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He must have been really full of himself. So <laughs> I don't know he about that. that. The world <laughs> sounds, like a hum- <laughs> sounds like a humble guy who so, is no. just really on top of his game all the time. So uh, how about Deshaun Watson? How about that guy? Let's talk about, about him. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, as usual, this final segment of the show is going to run a little long, and that's okay. Because everybody loves to talk about football. That's love, why you're here. I love listening to the show. Because uh, yeah. you're on all of them. That's That's right. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you you like gotta listen- see, I send it out to everyone in my family. <laughs> you do. I was on the show again. <laughs> surprise, surprise. You're like, again? Uh, Deshaun Watson has officially requested a trade. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. They have officially hired a coach, not any coach that anybody would have thought was on their radar. I thought it would be Eric Benamy or uh, Leslie Frazier. I thought that's kind of yeah, where they were going. And then um, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, and I don't even remember the guy's name. What's the guy's name? You got me. See, mm-hmm. there you go. He's he's a nobody. No pedigree. It, not a name that you would recognize, and they hire him as coach. Now, Deshaun Watson wants out, and – I don't see how he goes anywhere. I still don't see how well, he goes. After that Matt Matt Stafford set the price for trading for a quarterback, I mean, can you imagine what what Texans are going to demand for so the latest, Watson? Now, the latest that I saw is just astronomical. It said it would, two first rounders, two two second rounders, a third rounder, and possible defensive starter. Holy moly! Yeah, I did that's read too that. Much. Yeah, that's too much. And that's who's going to do that? No, that is the that is your entire future of your franchise. Maybe the Jets. That is the next ten years of your franchise. Okay, so here's the argument against the Jets. You already have Sam Darnold, who I think is still under his rookie contract. Correct? If I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. No, he's still under yeah, his rookie contract. Right. And two and years what, in. So he's what still weapons does do the Jets have to justify bringing in Deshaun Watson? You're just bringing him in. He has nothing to work with. Right. So that's a waste. And you've traded away all of your draft picks to get him, so you can't go get anybody either. So if I think the, the only Miami way, is a big talk. There's a lot of talk about Tua and a package that would go to. I think taking away the opportunity for Tua to start and really showcase his talents is. Hurt that. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the value on that. Yeah. Right. Like we've already I kind of signaled that. the fact that he's probably not a starter in this league by taking him out and putting in Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, w- I I still wouldn't take him. I wouldn't send Deshaun to Miami. That wouldn't make any sense. To me, the only one that's made viable sense is if a guy like Ben Roethlisberger or Drew Brees retires, and it, now there's a void to fill. That's a big if, though. Oh, I, I, I sincerely think that Drew Brees is, that's it. It's a curtain call. Watson in, in New so. Orleans, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. But... <sighs> I could see it. But That's again, scary. you have to trade so much of what you what the future of your team is. Like what are you putting around him? I realize there are pieces in place right now. I yeah, think they've already got there's, the pieces. There's there's in New enough Orleans. pieces. But eventually in New Orleans, those yes. contracts expire. Right. And you've either got to be able to hold on to those guys or you have to replace them in the draft. You're not going to have the ability to do either of those things because you're going to have Deshaun Watson under contract. But you can do a a restructure of a contract, and especially if I'm a guy like, let's say, Alvin Kamara, where I know my contract is about to be up, but we just brought in Deshaun, and we have this amazing chance of going to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I'll I'll take a pay cut to to make it work, especially if you're going to be with a quarterback who can make something out of it. 
Let's talk about a side of this that I'm not hearing a lot of places, and I feel like it is because everybody wants to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I think that's fair. He's a young guy. He's a good guy. He's a good quarterback. But can we talk a little bit about the fact, and maybe you've heard it, I haven't. Is it okay for Deshaun Watson to put this much pressure on a team he just signed a contract with because he wasn't able to choose his boss's boss? No. I think that's a little too petty. No, not really. I don't know. I, Does I he have that, last... that kind of clout? Is he really that kind of guy? Now, we're not talking about J.J. Watt. If J.J. Watt came out and said, look, I want to be traded because y'all didn't talk to me about the future of this franchise, I still wouldn't see it like I don't think J.J. Watt's that kind of guy. But but that's what does Deshaun has... Watson get to exert this much pressure over an NFL franchise? Him in particular, no. But I mean, that's the kind of league this has turned into be, though. If you look at every team, every team it, has a pre Madonna. Is it though? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every team has a pre Madonna. Yeah. Where I mean, most recently, those guys that have done that have ended up leaving the teams that they're on, and you know, you got Le'Veon Bell who was going to exert his pressure over the Pittsburgh Steelers, and now he is the backup running back. Granted, he's on a Super Bowl team. He's a backup core, uh, backup running back in Kansas City. That I didn't work it, out for him. I think it just goes with the value of, of a quarterback, though. The leniency on that. and You know what I'm saying? Our running backs are a dime a dozen, but to have a true. quality quarterback, yeah. I mean, they, they, and I think they know that, and that's why they use that pull. They use that card to say, wow, 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 let me get my way, because who else are you going to find, and who are you going to find that fast? So I, I think... But what is his... What is his real leverage here? Like, I'm not going to play? So you're going to take your career in the in the prime of your career and you're going to sit out? You're not going to do that. He's not going to sit out because he knows that. I mean, when I was reading the news, 30 out of 32 teams already contacted the Texans inquiring about a deal. Well, sure. Yep. You're going to make that call and ask, but and you're he, never going to be able to put together the package that, that they're no, going to need. They're asking for No. no. Not That's, after the Stafford trade. No. Like you're 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 more valuable than Matt Stafford. And again, what they gave up for Matt Stafford is ridiculous. But again, he knows that. And that's what he's using to his advantage. Because but, I would be pissed off too if you just sign me to a blockbuster deal and then sweep out the rug from underneath my feet and get rid of my biggest weapon and send him somewhere else, hell yeah, I'm going to be pissed. Now, I totally agree that getting yeah. rid of DeAndre Hopkins was the biggest mistake I've ever seen an NFL franchise make. Well, in the past five years or so, I'm sure there's been bigger ones, and they probably had a star attached to them. But that's not the point. Uh, <laughs> that's why Bill O'Brien's <laughs> not there not anymore. Going One there. of the many reasons. I'm always going oh back to the Cowboys. Uh, but Dez doesn't listen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having Des on our team was probably a bad call. No, uh, anyway, moving on. Um, his his recourse right now is I'm going to sit out. I'm not going to play unless you trade me. Like that's that's the only tool in his bag. Am mm-hmm. I wrong? No, no, you got it. No, that's about right. Yeah, you were in the You're prime accurate. of your career, and every year you sit out. If you sit out through you know the majority of the year, they continue to retain your rights. This could ultimately be the end of your career. And people say, well, they're never going to do that. They're never just going to let him sit. Why not? I don't have to pay him because he's not showing up. I don't have to play him. I, I'm, I'm losing. Either I get no value for him by trade, by putting him out, trading him on the market. I eat a bunch of his contract in guaranteed money that I've already paid the guy. So it's going to be a cap hit against me. I was going to say that you do have to pay him the guaranteed money. Well, but you got to do that either way. Yeah. 
But his only recourse is I'm going to sit out in the prime of my career and, and stop playing football. You're not getting his, any return his, on his that investment anymore, him. though. His ego won't let him. And that's a big investment. And yeah, now you guarantee yourself that now you are no longer any type of legitimate contender. Yeah. But either way, you're getting pennies on the dollar. You trade him, you're going to get pennies on the dollar because you're going to have to play a majority of his contract that you've already paid in guaranteed money, and it's going to hit you as a cap hit, and you're not going to get near the value for him. But that's why I think they're asking for so much because they want to But they're not going to get that. It's not going to happen. There's not a team out there that's going to trade more than the Rams traded for Matthew Stafford. There's not... It's not there. There's not anybody there. I think that was still a personal deal, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was some news about that. I no, I saw that, and we've uh, we've discussed that, and that may, may be a possibility. If it was a personal thing, I think less of Sean McVay. Like if you traded away that much of your franchise's future just because that guy wanted to tap your girlfriend, that, that's that's petty. Well, I, I I see what you're saying, but it's not like golf was. Oh no, he's not lighting it up, right? Yeah, no. I mean, he you didn't it, trade away. Get rid of I. I would have got rid of the guy. Yeah, but it's the it's the rest of the package that really bothers me with that. It's not that if they'd have traded straight up, I'd have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Actually, it makes sense for both teams. I get it. Yeah, giving up the draft picks the was draft really picks just ridiculous. Like, yeah. But the 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 multiple first day draft picks. I, you're talking about, and I say first day. I don't think it's actually first day anymore. They only do the first round on the first day now, yep. but mm-hmm. I'm still in old school where one through three was the first day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so giving up two firsts and a second and Jared Goff to get four years of Matthew Stafford. I don't get it. I just don't get no, it. Not a good I move. don't understand That's it. That's why I said it screams personal because he did everything he could to get him the hell out. Maybe. Um, Again, if that's the case, I think less of Sean McVay because you, you just crippled your team, the future of your team. Over a female. The Rams were not the only bidders. There were there were three other teams reported that offered first day picks as plus other stuff. Um I'll be real honest. I'm I'm this is where Matthew Stafford has to show who he is. Like you have to prove that you're worth what they paid for you now. Yeah. Like, that puts a lot on his plate because they've got all the other, like, he's got the weapons around him. He's got a defense that's really, really good. Now you've got to perform. Like, you've been in Detroit your whole career where anything you did that was decent was good. Like, you were amazing because you were in Detroit. Now you have to go somewhere where you actually have weapons and there's actually going to be some expectation and we'll see what happens. No excuses anymore. I agree. Not at all. But I will say that Matt Stafford did a lot more than decent while he was in Detroit. I don't think, like I said before, I don't think he ever had serious weapons in Detroit. No. But no. now going to... Well, I mean, wait, wait. Megatron. Uh, that was like a long time ago. Wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I don't know. I just see more opportunity in L.A. with Cooper Cup and... Oh, I agree. Robert, Robert Woods. I think in this sure. moment, there's certainly more... Yeah. Um, but again, if that's the asking price for Matt Stafford, I don't see an NFL team that's going to put together a package that's, that's worthy of Deshaun Watson. Yep. So are you saying they're going to dictate their deal based on what just happened? That's the way everything happens. That's the way every contract in the NFL happens, and that's the way every trade in the a NFL is going to happen. A contract I could see basing it out of, but not 
I think the Houston Texans are going to look at this deal for Matthew Stafford, and they're going to go, if you want our guy that's better than that guy, so you've got to you give think, us more. Do you than think that. Sean McVay then screwed? Yes. Yes, he did. Uh, he screwed uh, yeah. everybody out of this deal. In, in our last show, I said the the Houston Texans asking price was going to be astronomical, right? But someone would be willing to pay it. This now is going to be beyond astronomical, and now I'm with you. I don't think anybody's going to pay it. Cole Thompson said it first, like the the package that you would have to put together to get yeah. Deshaun Watson so, is so, then so the high question, that it's never going to happen. The next question is who busts first? Is it Deshaun Watson Deshaun. gives up and says, "All right, so I, I'm going to play." Or do the Texans take less? And so just eat it? I say I'm calling my shot here. Yeah, I may be wrong. You can come back and tell me I'm wrong here in a month when something different happens. But here's what's going to happen. Deshaun Watson's going to cry and moan and want a trade. He's not going to get one because nobody will pay what the Texans want. Right. Right as we get about OTA time, he's going to come around and say, I've sat down with our new general manager and our new head coach. I'm very excited about the direction they are taking this team. I'm excited about what's happening around Houston, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to be a part of it. That is exactly what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. He's going to play nice <laughs> in the playground. He's going to say, I, I got hot-headed. I got upset. I still am upset. I wish they'd handled it differently. But this isn't about my teammates, my new head coach, and our new general manager. It's about the guys in the front office. Right. So even despite them, I want to be there for my teammate brothers and for our new head coach, who with I've now had David a conversation Culley. with, David, David Culley, Culley, and uh, our new general manager, I've had some conversations with them, and I'm excited about the direction this team is taking. I'm all in. Do you? That's think, what's going to happen. Do you think they would be inclined then to spend a little bit of money and bring in some weapons to help them out? They might. So sure. they don't lose him. So they make him recourse. Here's the sure. thing that doesn't yeah. make sense to me about all of this with Deshaun Watson. You just got rid of a terrible general manager who traded away the best weapon that you're ever going to have in your career. Right. Like you may get better. You may get good weapons at some point, whether you get traded to another team or you stay here in Houston, but you're never going to have another DeAndre Hopkins. That's not going to happen. You got rid of that guy. That guy is gone. A new power group comes in with a pedigree this guy comes from the patriots they know how to put talent together and he was a big part of some of that and uh you get upset about that you get upset that they get rid of a terrible general manager and brought in somebody who has potential to be a great general manager and now you're mad yeah i don't get it he's fickle but i think he will i think he'll have to come around because i just don't see any other recourse it's either that or you sit out in the prime of your career and you you hurt your own Legacy and your own value. I, don't, I don't just don't see it. I don't see it. I could be wrong. Like, I've been wrong once or twice before in my life. But three or four. Is it three or four now? Yep. Six, seven. I'm, keeping, I'm uh, keeping count. Hey, nobody asked you. You're the guest here. <laughs> You're the Cowboys fan. He thinks he's the guest. Uh, <laughs> I, I might just become a regular on the show. I'm, might become a regular <laughs> show. You could be yeah, a mascot. What do we call you now? We set up our microphones. Like, here's Philip. Here's RC's microphone. Here's Leo's. Here's Jason's microphone. Like, we See? already have. See? Uh, so, yeah. I mean, big game coming up. We all kind of feel like t- you're Tampa. Yes. You're Tampa? No, I'm, I'm KC. You're going to say Kansas City? Look I'm at the KC. hat I'm wearing, and I'm calling KC to win. Ooh, KC that's by tough, what? For a, tough for a Denver <sighs> yeah. fan. I'm saying KC. KC by what? 37 to 34. It's going to be that close. But it's going to be close a close game. game. Close game. 
I don't want to give out my numbers because I already put them on. Oh, there. yeah, you yeah, did. I can't. I can't do it. Only I can see those. That's right. <laughs> Top secret. So for 10 bucks, I can release them. <laughs> yeah. too. You can uh, take half of her. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I think in the end, gosh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Oh, come on. It's so who like, who leaning? do you pick against? Who, who are you leaning towards? It's got to be someone you're leaning towards. Uh, I think I'm leaning towards Kansas City. Okay, good. I, I think I'm leaning that direction simply because uh, their entire team has been there before. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tampa. It's only been Tom. Um, well, Tom and I guess JPP has been there before. JPP, yes. Uh, not like the whole team though. Right. Uh, I just Brown. feel like. It's two guys you don't pick against, but um, Patrick Mahomes, you look at his career and he hasn't lost a lot of, forget playoff games or Super Bowls, he hasn't lost a lot of football games. Games, yeah. Um, so Didn't I he think go I've got to go. Undefeated in high school? Might have. I, I may be wrong, but I know there was a quarterback that I heard about, and I thought it was Patrick Mahomes that went undefeated in high school all four years. I could believe it. Well, I know well, his dad's like a professional baseball, or used to be a professional baseball yes. player. Yes, which now he partially owns. Mm. He's a partial owner of the freaking <laughs> well, Why are you all sad about that? <laughs> don't hate, City don't Royals. hate. I'm just saying. Well, we'll see what happens with the Super Bowl. You need to get your Super Bowl predictions in. You need to yes, pay your $10 right. because the package is just too good. Like, if you get Way lucky enough to hit that package... It's a you, win-win. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. Big return on investment, and if you don't happen to hit it, then you're just supporting Us. the local team. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that's Gunslingers football. Yes, it is. That's the NFL. That's Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson. That's everything you came to listen for. That's right, and more, and more. Like we've given you a great show, but as with all great things. Everything ends. Like the Cowboys winning ways. <sighs> Why? Why? Why do we have to do this every time? <laughs> so as we wrap up another show, it only uh, the only thing left to do is to remind you that the Smoking Guns podcast is brought to you by Texas Sports LMT. That's a licensed massage therapist specializing in sports massage, uh, sports stretch, Swedish, and deep, deep tissue massage. See, I'm telling you, Arcee. You should have done it. You always do it. And you run through this like it is butter. And I am slowing down. Uh, Texas Sports LMT has been in business for eight years, nominated for Best in San Antonio for three years in a row. It's a long time. She's worked alongside the San Antonio Commanders, making sure they were game day ready. She's also worked and provided sports stretch to numerous players from the NFL and at the NFL Combine. Sports stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size or stature. Hey, I have a size and a stature. Yes, yeah. you do. You do. <laughs> but I don't know that you would call me an athlete. Shut up, know. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like statue. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe for just about anyone who's looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better on the field, off the field, in the gym, everyday activities. Uh, give Laura the Texas Sports LMT a call to set up an appointment today. She's going to come out to you. Her phone number is 210-459-0176. Once again, that's 210-459-0176. Remember, it's not how you train. It's how you recover. That's right. Uh, the Smoking Guns Podcast is also brought to you by our patrons. Mm-hmm. We could not do this show without them. Nope. Love we them. have uh, Mo and Iris Ferrante. Yes. Yep. Love them. You're not going to correct me? Did I do it right? Ferrante, yeah. Ferrante. Oh, you got it right. You've been uh, saying it right for a while now. Yeah. 
Herman Robles. Herman. Love yep. him. Alba Nava. And Alba. The, Alba. And the boss man, yes. Jason yeah, Torres, um, who Jason. just uh, upped his patron today. Wow. He, he likes doubled us. his Patreon li- he's on the guest commitment the to us. Yeah. <laughs> See, if you pay big money, you get to be on the show. Like, it's like your own paycheck. I'm, I'm paying for airtime and to give you my own information. You are. <laughs> uh, one of the things you get as a thank you, the big thing that we give to you as a thank you for being part of our patron is you get the inside track on all of the Gunslingers uh, information. Like we talked about a little bit earlier, sign up at Spoken Guns Pod um, on Patreon and be a part of our patron crew. That's no. it, guys. It's a whole show. That's it? That's a whole show? Can, That's it. When are we coming wow. back again, though? I miss it. A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks? Yeah. When are we doing the week to week? Just around a the conversation we can have offline. Just around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> very, very soon, we will be going to weekly shows. Um, Real quick. But for now, um, if you need proof uh-huh. that the uh, that football professional football in San Antonio works, we are the smoking guns. Smoking guns is proof. Um, but I think we're done with this whole idea of, of the smoking guns being the proof. Because it's there. Proof's oh, yeah. in the pudding. Mm-hmm. Like, football is coming to San Antonio. If you don't know that, you're going to know real soon. Yeah. Come out to the Rose Palace. Oh, yeah. Which we still <gasps> yes. need to come up with a nickname for. Yeah. Somebody had one that was really so, good the other day, and I can't remember what it was. It was the uh, the saloon. Yeah, that's okay. Nah. So, I was watching the other day the, the, the Quick and the Dead. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's a great, you know, gunfight movie. Great Western. Um, they just called it The Street, where they come out. You know, they, they would say The Street is yours. Yeah. But the name of the town was Redemption. Ooh. And one of the first things you see when the movie starts is a big sign as, as uh, what's her name, is riding up on a horse in there? What's her name? Uh, Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone. Yeah. That's her name. And it says, Welcome to Redemption. <laughs> I love it. I've never <laughs> realized that. That is pretty good. Well, no team that plays it. Well, no, not no, not. It's her. not their not. redemption. No, <laughs> sorry, San Antonio's. Uh, so when it comes to professional football all over the American Arena League, the two one zero got something, something to say. say. Bang bang. <laughs>